Welcome to the Goth Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Perry Lerner, and with me is my uh, dead, pretty much, husband, yeah. Jesse Durham. Hi. What's up? Kill me. Speaking, what's going on? Speaking of dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is this the, has the, been a week. The, the thought I'm having right now is <clears throat> the problem with podcasting uh-huh. is very similar to the problem of being a father. Okay. Is you almost think like... When people imagining having kids or they imagine having a podcast, <laughs> they imagine like, oh, that's got to be stressful because like, what about the days where like, you don't want to do it because it's like such a stress, but you have to. It's like, well, it's never the parenting or the podcasting necessarily you don't want to do. It's everything else in life fucking sucks. And so you don't want to have this extra obligation on right. yourself. Today, I don't want to be a father today. Has nothing to do with the baby. I love the baby. But truth is, I could use a fucking day off and I don't have that option. And I have days like that mm-hmm. where I'm just like... But we've discussed this too where like, man, it is way easier for you to go fuck off than it is for me. Right. Well, you're still the food source. Yeah. And I feel like she is ultimately... She loves you so much, but I think ultimately she is more attached to me. Yes. And I think if, because we talked about this, like if I were to travel on my own and like she would definitely be more okay with you being gone for a few days than me being gone for a few right, days. Right, right, Um, But yes, I agree. A lot of people have said to me, you know, how, how do you have time to podcast? <laughs> and really it's an hour out of my week. But there are just some weeks where... Don't, don't get your hopes up. This is not going to be an hour Yeah, <laughs> There are some weeks where it's really hard to find an hour. Um, you'll get 20 minutes of, and you'll like it. Yeah, this is one of those weeks, uh, which is why we're coming out late with this. So let's go through... Uh, it, it, for me, it's more the month. But l- l- whatever. Let, let, let's go through why this has been so hard. And it, you know, I guess this is growing up. Um, on on a basic level, I'm trying to plan three shows, including another rock and raffle. April thirteenth at the Grape Room. Come out and come out so the venue can make all the fucking money because apparently their 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 uh, sound guy needs to have a gold plated fucking toilet, which means we get drink tickets instead. Wait, you don't get any money for performing there? It, not good. You know, you know what we get. We get a cut after the first two hundred dollars, and the. Are you serious? Yeah. It's gonna be hard to continue. We're not gonna do it there again after that this. That sucks because that was what you were hoping for. I mean, it, there's there's ways to do it, just not a grape room. No, I know, but I'm saying you were you were pushing for grape room because it's a good venue for it. But ultimately, any place where they need a sound man, there is a whole. It is you know how just. In the entire bar industry, <coughs> there, there's the ongoing joke that, like, in if you are work in the bartending service industry, there's four people in the entire organization who make any money, and everybody else makes dick. Yeah, the sound guy is one of the people who makes money. 
whether he deserves it or not. It's just like two hundred dollars. That's crazy. Don't don't do and drink tickets when you're not drinking. Uh, not to mention last time we didn't even get drink tickets. We got the same fucking deal as everybody else. We got PBR pounders. My point is putting together three shows. I'm not drinking this month, which has been How's surprisingly that? going into it. I didn't know what to expect. I thought either it would be hard the whole time and only get harder, or it would be hard and then get easier. But it's been a weird parabola effect Mm -hmm. where it started. I actually did the motion with my hand, but I did it wrong because it started high. It got easier. And now as I get to the end, it's getting harder. It's not that it's getting harder to abstain. It's that life has been fucking miserable and and I'm not allowed to drink on top of it. Well, and as we've discussed, that feels right because it feels like a similar trajectory to where you weren't drinking during the week, where you would dread going into it. Uh-huh. <clears throat> then you went into it fine, and then throughout the week you were fine, but then as you got closer to the weekend, mm-hmm. you would be anticipating drinking and it would make the end harder again right well and it's not only that but we also had fucking covid so the problem is well yeah the, the, pro- the problem is you beat covid and you're like all right now i can do things again no you fucking can't you can't drink you're stuck I at mean, home everybody technically, else technically you're still in i don't have the COVID. 10 days Fuck the rest no of that's y'all. not true uh, my test is negative that doesn't mean you don't have it i'm gonna go to the breathing that's party. not how that works yeah don't act like literally the day that you are out of quarantine is the day that you can start drinking again mm. you're you're right i mean you're allowed out april 1st mm-hmm. you are drink allowed to drink april 1st uh-huh. so you're, you're, I'm just saying you're kind of conflating the two when that's not really what's going on. It's making it harder to get to I, 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 I'm talking why it's psychologically a bummer just because I can't do – I've been cooped in. Uh, I haven't been able to go out anywhere right. or do anything or see anybody. And I've been seeing – I didn't see my, my, my best – you know what? He'll never listen to it. My best friend, Neil, which doesn't really feel like a best friendship sometimes. It feels like – it feels like I have only one moderate friendship, and that gets conflated with best friend. I haven't seen him all this month, and I don't know if part of that is just we have such a drinking friendship, or just there's just been too much shit happening anyway. I mean, I feel like that's it, because it's not like you see him super often anyway. Sometimes you'll go where you see him every weekend, and other times uh-huh. you do go without seeing him for a month. But here, let's back up and go to COVID. So we got COVID. Yeah. That was the start of the shittiness, not including the unemployment. But that was the start of the shittiness. You started feeling symptoms Monday, tested positive. Monday before last, if you're listening to this. Yes, yes, not this past Monday. Uh, tested positive Wednesday. Yep. Um, so also got sick pretty much the same time as you. Uh, you said her name. Seven minute mark. Uh, why don't you just get rid of it now? Because I'll just, don't worry. Seven minute mark. Okay. Um. So anyway... She, so Violet got COVID when you did. Right. Uh, She is vaccinated. She almost got another vaccination the day she got The day sick. before. <laughs> something, Thank so, God she didn't. Something in us said like, maybe we should have. Yeah. Because even you were like, I don't know. Yeah. I was like, let's talk to the doctor. The doctor was like. I do. Is- I, guys, it does seem like the vaccine is safe. But at the same time, the fact that she just had one like two months ago 
Wait, no, four months ago, but they're approved every two months. Every two months seems a lot to have any kind of vaccine. Uh, well, it would be the only booster. But the part of the problem is babies' immune systems are not as receptive to vaccines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is why they need so many boosters. Right, right. Regardless, uh, we have been back and forth. Well, you are largely done wearing masks. Yeah. You're pretty much done wearing masks. Yeah. I am still of the mindset that if I am in a place where I don't need to keep taking it off, where there are people who I don't know their situation, I'd prefer to wear a mask. And what added the exclamation point to that was when we were at a supermarket and I saw a pregnant woman wearing a mask. And I'm like, yes, this is why I continue to wear a mask because I remember – what it was like being pregnant and like desperately trying to avoid COVID Mm -hmm. while pregnant. Mm -hmm. That being said, so we, we came to like, whatever, we're just doing what we're each comfortable with, but we did have a couple of questions or we did have a couple of conversations before that where I was like, you're not wearing them in crowd places. And you were like, no, like I'm not. And I was like, the other thing to keep in mind is I'm not really, in crowded places either. Well, regardless. I particularly don't like crowded spaces and I tend to move around a lot. If I was... But you're moving around in a space... You're moving around in a space where everyone else is also breathing and moving around in the same space. Mm. Regardless, I remember asking you, won't you feel bad if you don't wear a mask and, uh, you know, the kid gets COVID? Yeah, sure. And I'll live with that. Well, and you were like, yeah, I feel awful. And then, like, maybe, like... A week after this conversation, here we are. Because it is likely you got it from a show you were on. Look, I'm an American, which means I can always blame somebody else, even when it comes down to this. Which is so funny. I remember, like, the first year of Krasner COVID. gave my family COVID. The first year of COVID, I remember you being like, I'm going to wear a mask every winter because I like it not being sick. Yeah. And now you're just like, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still, like listen to the science you know like if if they if the numbers start going up again i am very much of the mindset of we should be wearing masks if they go down then we don't need to but regardless uh i feel like we skated by pretty well none of us had it particularly bad this is time number two we felt horrible for the baby though right uh, she had a fever. We were sick. She was clearly just like uncomfortable. And still is. Probably experiencing a level of discomfort she wasn't used to. Yeah. Unex- unexperienced with would be a better. Um, I mean, considering I have heard some people the second time they get it is worse. Yeah. Because full disclosure, this is our second time getting it. We also got it last year when I was pregnant and we were being extremely careful. Yeah. We were the couple that everyone's like, fuck, they got it. We're screwed. We're all getting it. That's right. Um, Because again, I was pregnant. Uh, But given how screwed. Oh, I keep saying her name. Yeah. You got to stop that. Uh, 11 minutes. 7-11. That's easy. Okay. Given how I'm, I'm brain fog. Given how that bitch took it. But given how she got it, I who knows how it would have been if she didn't have antibodies from like a variety of right. sources, you know. Right. But meanwhile, I was like, let's get on a plane. Yeah. And Jesse's like, no. Oh, yeah. So I have a phobia about flying. 
and travel in general, and I would say. Perry Perry gets a boner at making me uncomfortable. No, I don't. So like, hey, you know how <laughs> you know how you're not drinking this month and you're unemployed and we all have COVID and you're really stressed out? Imagine yourself six miles above the earth. Six for miles. Six at thirty at thirty thousand feet, baby. It's only six? I would have thought it'd be more. Wow. Ugh. Just go just go and pee in God's face and dare him to kill you for six hours. Yes, but everyone who didn't have a travel phobia totally understood. And I had to explain to Jesse. You mean everyone who didn't have a reasonable fear of hurtling down to earth. Yeah, it's super reasonable. Um, they all thought it made sense. Because I told you that the way I used to travel is I would make these what you could argue, I don't think they're, like, impulsive decisions because you're, I think a lot of people can understand, you're kind of looking at how much plane tickets cost and they usually cost less the closer to the flight. So, I mean, you know, 2019, I went to Paris with about two weeks' notice. Mm -hmm. Uh, I visited home when I was living in Portland Pretty much like I would look at flights like a week or two before. Uh-huh. This is just like the best way to book flights. Mm-hmm. But I have a bunch of miles burning a hole in my pocket. And there's only so long that we have where we can comfortably put the baby on our our laps without buying her an extra ticket. I don't think there's any way you can travel by airplane with a baby and have it be comfortable. Not only on the airplane itself, but then, again, we're we're, we're, we're in our home where we have every amenity and need met and nearby, and I want to throw the baby out the window three times a day. Um, Let's go to an Airbnb in a different time zone and see how that works out. I don't know. Many people manage to do it just fine. We're not many of people. Yes, because you're afraid. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. Yep. I'm a pussy. Because you're the one who's usually like, yeah, we should just bring her. But it does cost a whole extra person on a plane when you bring her. And Mm. that really ramps up the cost. But anyway. So, yeah. But I do want to go somewhere soon, Mm. which I have been telling you since before COVID. But I have not felt comfortable getting on a plane because of all the unmasked people around my child. Uh, so now I'm a little less concerned. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was one thing that we were dealing with. So, so that, that, that's the thing. I'm not genuinely afraid of the plane failing and falling. I am afraid of uh, my fear response, which I know is fucking panic and then being stuck, being trapped. And that's why you take a Xanax. Yeah, or, or I could just fake a heart attack and then guess what? We're... Guess what? Our vacation is in North Dakota now because Jesse faked the heart attack because it was the only way he could get the plane to go down. That's a better solution than just taking a Xanax. No, I'll do that too, but I'm sure. Again, in the moment, you're just like, Xanax isn't going to help. Oh, yeah, it definitely. You get that? If you've never had a panic attack, imagine a fox with its leg caught in a trap that chews off its own foot. 
That's what a panic attack feels like. No, you will take a Xanax and pass out for the flight. And I will be looking over at you jealous that you're sleeping because I cannot fucking sleep on a plane. And then I'll never hear the end of that. The only way, the only reason you are even getting out of this is because you have surgery five days before I wanted to go. Yes, which I I also have anxiety about. Hooray. So, all right, let's get to the meat of this thing. That's not the meat, but sure. Well, no, the, the meat is, the stresses of this month have been... I have a surgery coming up. I am not drinking. The entire family caught COVID. Uh, we found out there is a, a lead exposure in our house. I cut off the tip of our daughter's finger, <laughs> clipping her nails. Oh, God. You did and, not cut it off. And our our beloved our, our beloved bunny, one, uh, Iggy, one of our four pets in this house, sadly passed away in a... In a hail of bullets. No, he just got sick and then died later that day. (laughs) He got sick. I immediately said, I can't afford this right now. He must have heard me and just said, like, I got you, bro. One last solid. I'm just going to die and take this off. We have spent so much money on that bunny. We did spend a lot of money. We spent so much. We spent so much money on tests. And you know what the result of every test was? Let's give him the same medication that doesn't work. Yep. Uh, yeah, dude had a permanently stuffy nose last four half of his life basically. He lived eight years. For four years, he had a stuffy nose. Maybe he was allergic to the cats. Maybe he wasn't allergic to the other cats. Um, but the the same day that he died was when we brought the child to the ER. Right, because he, she would he not. Di- he died at two o'clock in the morning. And then at seven o'clock at night. Yeah, so about eighteen hours later, uh, Perry. Perry said, hey, you're grieving. Clip the baby's nails. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's. And the baby zigged when she should have zagged. And then she bled for a half hour. Yeah. And we couldn't really see what was going on underneath. It looked like I took a chunk out of her fucking finger. So we get. So it stops bleeding, like, pretty much right as we're leaving to go. Of course. But we're like, let's go now. Because if we wait and go later, it's going to be even later that we get back. Right. So, yes, that was our first trip to the emergency room. She was fine. We saw a triage nurse who was basically, like, unofficially, like, you can leave. Can't wait to deal with that bill when we're arguing about whether the triage nurse did tell us to go and, you know, didn't tell us to check out with the front desk because she said, yeah, just go. Yeah. And it was a whole thing. But I am very fortunate that we have a children's hospital close to us because it allowed us to avoid... The dredges of a normal ER, which who knows what you're walking into there. Like, there might be no one there. There might be, like, people with, like, you know, a bone sticking out of their foot. You know, sorry, I would have thought a children's emergency room would have been way sadder. Mm -hmm. But it was just, like, a bunch of kids probably with, like, sprains and broke it. Well, you know what helped was we were there at 7. So it was a lot of people just, like, in an after-hours situation similar to this. Yeah, like, a, a lot of those kids probably hurt their foot around noon. It's like... Honey, I get home from work at 5. Let's deal with it then. Right. Like, I imagine a 2 a.m. emergency room is, like, a lot more of a bummer. Right. No, nobody had, like, darts sticking out of their face. But, yeah, this is, like, cool. doctor's offices are closed. Urgent cares are closed. This is all we can handle. Yeah. Uh, which, if you think about it, it does kind of suck when, like, that. Like, there should be some sort of 24-hour urgent care situation. 
because it does suck that like this was not like an ER situation like this could have easily been handled at urgent care but by the sheer fact that none were open we're stuck in an ER Honestly, the entire notion of urgent care still confuses me because we didn't were there urgent cares when we were kids I don't remember one um, it, ju- it just seems suddenly like regular like family physicians or primary care physicians just got so overloaded that like suddenly there was a need for this intermediary of like because i remember like once i got to my 20s it was suddenly like you know oh i need to go to the doctor i'm pretty sure i have bronchitis like and they can't see you for two weeks like okay well the bacteria will have claimed my body by then and (laughs) eaten my brain are you can't you just prescribe me amoxicillin do you think i'm gonna be fucking grounding up and snorting my fucking well, <laughs> antibiotics I, I used to go i remember going to a minute clinic which is the cvs one but i don't know when it opened so now i'm curious i thought that was minute clinic Did, i just said that it sounded like you said midnight clinic no minute clinic oh which was founded in march 2000 but it was probably wasn't as uh ubiquitous until cvs took it over mm-hmm. um which I'm not sure when that uh, happened. Neil must have heard me say that he's not my real friend because he texted me like right around the time I said that. Oh, that's hilarious. I stand by it. Uh, was it about like being a friend or did he need something? It, it was about, it, he found some old <clears throat> footage he took of a stand-up show. Ah. It's like, okay. All right. Whatever. Um. So, yeah, I was very sad that Iggy died. You were sad that Iggy died. You were sad you cut her child's finger off. Yeah, it, it's actually, being sad about Iggy is actually getting worse. Because, like. Really? Well, you know, it, 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 in the moment, there's so much to do. There's so much newness. Like, I literally sat here and watched him die the other night. I, 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 I said, he, he was getting to the point where he was, like, right on the edge. So, it's already, like, one thirty. So, I literally had the thought, like. I'm not going to leave him like this. So I'm like, fuck, okay, I might have to kill my rabbit. I'm not just going to leave him there to slowly die. To the extent that I did actually put my finger on his windpipe at one point, but he started, like, moving around, like, hey, knock it off. Like, uh, <laughs> all right, sorry, bro, I was just just trying to kill you. My bad. <laughs> oh, my God. But at a certain, I saw he was, like, trying That's to, That's like, a bad way for him to go, too. Just, like, cutting off his air. Well, it, what happened was I actually looked at... I, I literally looked it up like a UFC. Like, <clears throat> how do I do a blood choke? Where's their carotid artery? Carotid? Yeah. Isn't it carotid? Hey, which one of us lies about having an associate's medical degree? <laughs> okay? Which one of us works in the medical field? He's a rabbit. It's carotid. Ha <laughs> Yeah, so it was funny because you came upstairs. So I... That morning, the morning before he died, I could not find you were, him. You, you were sleeping so soundly. I was down here fucking sobbing, holding him, and you didn't hear me. <laughs> wow, the one the one hour a night I get any sleep before you fucking idiots start yeah. making a ton of noise? Mm-hmm. Sure, thanks. So anyway, I woke up that morning, couldn't find him, and he was like under the hutch. Which so, is not a place you can fit easily, which... It, that was the first thing where it's like, oh, he might not be good. Right. That's like. Okay, I'm getting there if you'd stop interrupting me. Oh, I'm sorry. You wanted me to do your podcast. Go ahead. Are you serious? I'm so tired. Anyway. uh, Yeah, well, then maybe take a back seat and let me talk a little bit. Damn. Yeah. So I couldn't find him. 
I went to wake you up. Finally found him under the hutch. I got him out. And he was, like, kind of off during the whole day. But he took a carrot snack. He took a banana. Mm-hmm. He didn't go back to hiding. He's he's had off days before where he just yes. wouldn't eat and then was fine. The thing that was different about this is he had been losing weight. I took him to the vet about a month ago. And he noted it that he felt a little bonier. But I guess his overall weight wasn't really a problem. But he didn't see. But, like, this time it's like, oh, dude, you don't f- like you don't feel right. Yeah, the dude was like a pound and a half. It's hard to tell when he's losing weight exactly. and it's like concerning. Yeah. But then around like seven o'clock at night, you're just like Googling shit and you come to me and you're like, I think he's dying. And I'm like, all right, I don't, I don't know, maybe. So then I go to bed. You come up at like, I think 1130 because the child was crying. Uh-huh. And you're, she's like uncomfortable because she's congested. Oh uh, yeah, no, the baby. I'm trying. I'm trying to be down here with my dying pet, and the fucking baby's like, I have a stuffy nose. <laughs> and in the middle, the middle of all of that, so I go get up to go to the bathroom. You're like, oh, her nose is stuffed. By the way, I think Iggy's dying tonight, or he's not gonna make it. Something like that. Where I was just like, I literally just said to you, I don't have the brain capacity for this right now. I just got up to go to the bathroom. Like, tell me when he's dead. Like, I don't know. I can't handle this right now. Yeah. And then you came into bed at 2.30 and you were like, he's gone. And I hate to say that, but that is kind of our relationship, mostly since the baby uh, has been born. I I, I love the bunny. Very much took care of it. Oh, you and Iggy. But I had even said it it felt like we'd outgrown each other a little bit. So, like, he had his... it was also, and I remember him saying this, like, it also just felt like the dip any relationship has when other shit comes in. Where it's like, I clearly have more important stuff right now with the baby. Uh, rabbits, you need to be, like, very hands-on with. They're not going to come up to you for the most part. Right, that's the difference with the cats, I feel like. They still exactly. force a relationship with us. Yeah, so if, uh, it felt very much like, look, I'm going to continue taking care of your needs, obviously, I am better. I got this bunny because his original owner didn't know how to take care of him, and I spoiled him in excess to make up for that, making sure he had a nice hutch. I must thought you were gonna say ecstasy. I spoiled him in ecstasy. No, no. Um, Which he did. His life was ecstatic. You want to roll, Iggy? He had. He lived eight years. He lived in seven different houses. He had two different wives. He had four different cat buddies. Five, actually. Five different cat buddies to play along with that he got along with. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very sad he died. Like I said, that night he basically died in my arms. Uh, we buried him out front. And n- n- that, that, that's the thing. Now that the newness is over and it's just looking over and he's not there, it's it, it's making me sad. Mm, honey. And it's a different kind of sad. There's, and that, that's the same thing with any death. Like It's almost easier to handle the the weeping like hole in yeah. your heart i'm gonna miss you so much buddy sadness because like you're you're kind of still reveling in their life at that right. point whereas this is just the bleak emptiness and absence well and there's almost death. like a drama to it initially like some sort I, of like romanticism to it i am comfortable in dr- and i think that's part of uh as as alt people i think that is part of the attraction to death not attraction, interest in death in the first place, is it is 
I remember even as a little kid and just thinking, like, whenever there was a funeral, it was like, oh, all the bullshit's gone. Like, people who couldn't be honest with each other about their feelings for one another in life, suddenly in death, it was just like people could be honest with themselves. Yeah. And it, it's when you don't actually have to talk to the person, that's when you can, like, talk aloud to the fucking sky and be like, ah, you know I loved you, you piece of shit. That kind of stuff. Yeah, I feel like for <coughs> for me, I was sad, but I definitely didn't have the same relationship with him that you did, obviously. While we've always had, almost as long as I've lived, Abby's death, our first uh, Iggy's first, first wife. wife hit me harder, partly because of how traumatic was, her yeah. dying was. But also, uh, those were our only pets at the time, were those two animals. And it was during quarantine. And the it, it, house, was, it was a month into COVID. Yeah. The house felt very empty. She and I would have our Saturday mornings together where we'd hang out, just the two of us. So I felt like I had more of a bond with Abby. Uh, and then, yeah, like you said, on top of not having as close of a bond with him, then the baby became more of, you know, part of my responsibility and the cats for that matter. Once we got the cats, I felt like I still loved the bunnies, but it was definitely, I didn't, I had something loving me back. Yeah. You were you, you were you you had started out with a guy who really didn't display his emotions well, and then suddenly you met this like open, caring, very touchy guy, and like, hey, what's up? T- talk to me. How was your day? Yeah, like, ooh, hi, kitty. What's up? Yes, exactly. Rawr. Yeah, Lil Twin Peaks could not love me more. <laughs> I love what we call her. That. <laughs> we can't say her real name on here anymore either. We're trying to protect her but, with a pseudonym. So the other thing is. I feel like I am just as fulfilled with our second rabbit, Rory, because while I I knew Abby for the eight months that we were dating, Rory has been with us almost as long as we've lived together because Abby right. died a month into us living together. Right. So to me, I'm like, it doesn't feel as empty. I think once right. Rory dies and their stuff is gone... There is going to be that, like, emptiness for me. But I just am not feeling that right now. Mm -hmm. Rory, however, is living her best life. Yeah, she's having a good time. Like, she loved Iggy, but she is much more... He he wasn't very demonstrative himself and his feelings. He hilariously would not lick her back. (laughs) Yeah. She is much better behaved as a rabbit. There's a lot less poop. There's, like, no pee. She is less defiant. Uh-huh. She doesn't give a shit about the cat food. Uh, Her and the kids seem to be bonding a lot. Yeah. So I'm, likes her. I'm hopeful that she continues to thrive as a solo rabbit because we're done for a while after this. Yeah. Although, of course, Iggy dies and immediately I'm like, oh, it would be kind of fun to go get another rabbit. Yeah. Uh, uh, the reason this is tricky for me, and of course, I'm in a big period of transition right now of, you know, I have my first surgery coming up. I'm in between jobs. I'm addressing my decades-long alcohol problem. 
and then I lose my tether, Iggy, because Iggy that, that was is it was just me and Iggy. Yeah. For a while, yep. he was like my fucking boy. Uh, frankly, I had some relationships that would have gone differently had I not had Iggy, because much like when you and I were dating, you know, I had to go home and take care of that fucking thing. I wasn't gonna leave him to starve right. late at night. Well, and he is actually, him along with Abby is a big reason that we probably got as close as quickly as we did because it wasn't making sense for you to come over, to come stay over for one night and deal with bringing the bunnies. Right. But I wasn't going to go to your house every weekend, especially the shithole you lived in. Yeah. All of this would have been helpful if I just had roommates who were not fucking man children and would have been capable of like... Hey, you know how I take care of your cat all the fucking time? Can you take care of my rabbit for one night? Uh, I don't know. I might have to cry and cut myself and forget. Like, but like never I said, mind. in the end, it ended up being good for our relationship. And yeah. we we both worked on taking care of animals, even though it wasn't my animal. Uh-huh. We still took care of a pet together before we even lived together. Um, So... Not for nothing, but definitely helped progress our relationship faster. Uh, Our neighbor made an adorable fucking mini knitted bunny for us. Knitted Iggy, specifically. With specific little blonde hair patch. Lifelike to the point where when she showed up with it, I was like, is that Iggy? And I burst into tears. Oh my god, yeah. I don't know if she's ever seen you cry. such a softie. You really are. Um, But yeah, so... This has been a bit of a rough. Oh, rest in peace, Iggy. Week. We await you in Valhalla. Yeah. Do you do you ever picture? Every now and again, I picture dying myself. Uh huh. But it's like, but it's my mom's like unexamined, unconcerned Christian fluffy cloud heaven death. And like, I understand the appeal because like, if you imagine dying and suddenly it's just like. My childhood dog's running to me. Iggy's running to me. Abby's running to me. There's my daddy's hugging me. Like, it, it literally is like fucking, like, family reunion. Oh, I totally wish I had the blind faith of that. I Same. just don't. Because it feels nice. Which is funny, though, because you actually, I, I thought of that before, where it's like, people, the way people are like, uh, you know, like, I would give anything to see my father again for just five minutes. It's like, if my dad was suddenly, think of it this way. If my father was suddenly back, like, just don't know how. He's back, he's alive again, he's no longer dead. How long until I'm getting annoyed by text messages? (laughs) How long until I'm just like, oh, you can't figure out the Roku? Really? Well, that's, that's the thing with your mom, too, is like, she does just assume that everyone in her life will be in heaven. Right. I remember And being, I don't think that's the Christian way. <laughs> I remember being 10 years old and my great-grandmother died and everybody's saying, like, well, Bob, she's in heaven now. And even at 10 years old being like, I've only known her for an eighth of her life. I don't know what she... You guys seem pretty confident. You know she had a baby out of wedlock in the 20s when God still cared about that kind of shit. How well, do you know she? I mean, that's the thing. If we're going by like standard Christian tenets, like your dad is definitely in hell. Yeah, I told that to my mom too when she was. Uh, I it, it it was a mean thing to do, but my mom was just so annoying with that. Like you know, 
your father's in heaven right now with his mom. Like, mom, dad fucking killed people. Yeah. He's not in heaven. <laughs> even by your crazy standards. Yeah, even by your fucking But he had a good heart. Yeah, and he stopped at least two other fucking hearts. Maybe they weren't good. Yeah, those are like mortal sins. Yeah. <laughs> that's not just like, oh, I lied to my wife. It's a, it's a, that's one of the fucking commandments. Does adultery get you to hell? I think in, I, this is the weird thing with the fucking Ten Commandments because they act like those are, those are the Big Ten. And yet, you know what's equally in the Big Ten is don't murder anybody and also don't find somebody's wife hot. Those are, <laughs> those are equally as fucking sinful. That's what I don't like about like religion and like, look, I, I, I'm all for like picking and choosing things that work for you and what doesn't. But where your mom is like, yeah, I, like, buy most of this. But, like, because this is an inconvenience for me to believe, I'm not going to believe it. Right. That, to me, is where I'm like, dude, come on. Like, you got to you gotta admit that not everyone you love, if you go to heaven, is going to be in hell. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be there. See, one like, they the, probably will be in hell. One of the things I learned recently, I, I stumbled onto a YouTube video, which was uh, the history of Yahweh. Yahweh being the 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 Christian name of, uh, of, of God. And one thing I had never realized, I had always just assumed that, like, Yahweh was a new God. And as soon as he showed up, it's like, no, nah, this is our one and only God. Make room, everybody. There's a new God in town. <laughs> As a discipline god. There's a, a, a discipline daddy god. Um, <laughs> but in fact, Yahweh had been around for a while. It, it would be like, the, the way we look at God as monotheistic, it would literally be if like suddenly we all worshipped Apollo. And it's not like... The cat? You know what I mean. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to make the obvious... Uh, allusion to Zeus. Right. But like, just assume Apollo where he had been one of a pantheon of gods, but then this one little tribe just like, actually he's our main guy. So it wasn't, at first, it wasn't even monotheism. It was just like, this is our, this is our mascot. We're rooting, this is our NFL team. We're rooting for Yahweh over the rest. Right. And then it was only later, like, actually, he's the only one. Like, oh, you guys didn't even start one from fucking scratch. <laughs> you guys just, like, fucking stand this one god. That's the, funny. This fucking Mesopotamian storm god. That's funny. And it's like, oh, that kind of rewrites the whole fucking thing, I, I, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, religion is weird. And it, it becomes even weirder when death becomes involved. Right? Because I feel like that is what drives a lot of people to believe in religion is the concept of the afterlife. It, it is hard to imagine that you're just never, ever going to see somebody again one day. From a very basic yeah. thing, there's that, by my, by my... I can't even say beliefs, but by my agnostic leanings, I will never, ever be in the presence of my father again. Right. And that's sad. As opposed to a Chuck E. Cheese Sky reunion party. <laughs> it's fucking, you know, I'm I'm on a fucking table and you're looking down. Well, actually, you know what's happening? You're looking down at me and then at the last minute you're like, I can't. And I'm like, wait, no. And then I die alone and I go like, oh, that's sad. And then suddenly, surprise, Sky God reunion. Here's everyone you love. Like, oh, yeah, I can. It's very easy to understand the appeal of that. 
That's why, like, also with, like, your mom's type of beliefs, too, I'm sure, like, she doesn't buy that for other people. Like, where it's like, oh, yeah, even though my baby daddy killed someone, he'll be in heaven, but, like, that person's baby daddy who killed someone won't be. Yeah. Uh, I haven't, I still haven't worked this out on stage, either, but I had, based on my friend Neil's uh, former mother-in-law. Wow, we're very into Neil tonight. Yeah. I, I had the idea for a joke, just because it was the truth, of, like, have you ever met somebody so dumb it makes you an atheist? <laughs> and his mother-in-law <laughs> is one of them. Because the honest guy thought is, like, well, surely my spirit is not just turned off one day. I am a, I am a, a seeker of knowledge and experience, and I want to understand the universe. Surely I have multiple go-rounds on this big old marble we call Earth. And, but, and then I think of Evelyn and Evelyn dying and meeting God. I mean, yea, my child, come unto me. Your pain is finished. Like, oh, why, you think you're better than me? You have soda up here? I want soda. Wait, Evelyn, like, in everything, everywhere, all at once? No, it was in the mother-in-law. Oh. <laughs> we didn't even talk about that stupid movie. <laughs> and let's not. All right. Um, But, yeah, like, and then it gets into, like, how much is somebody really responsible? Like, how much is somebody just their stupidity? Is that their right. personality? Is that their soul? This is somebody who clearly had some kind of brain damage, probably ate lead chips. But basically, she's like, <laughs> the, the way I put it is she's just disabled enough that she can't really function on her own, but she's not disabled enough that anybody feels bad for her. Right. And then to, to picture that person's eternal soul talking to God, it's like, me, well, surely I must live again. And then I look at this person like, oh, this person didn't really need to live the first time. Uh, I don't know. This is why I haven't done it on stage yet. It's not figured out. Yeah, I forgot this was supposed to be a joke. Well, I haven't had a chance to practice because I've been trapped in this Oh, my God. Hole. Yeah, I really was hoping to avoid it, even as the child sneezed in my face. Oh, what, COVID? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I was, like, three days behind you guys. Yes, it seemed like you were taking the late train, but it probably hit you the hardest. I was just really sleepy yeah. one day. Yeah, I was not good for a couple days. Although I still managed to exercise every day, and I went on a run yesterday. So I guess I'm feeling better. Killing it. Killing it. So, yeah, um, that's our episode. What was us? Yeah. Um... Yeah. Oh, also, I, I was terrible at, at at promoting it, but definitely go back and listen to last week's episode with my sister because that was a fun one, and I'm going to have her on again in person soon, but that was a really silly episode. So if you want an upper, I like how I'm leaving this at the end, uh, but if you want an upper, go listen to that episode. Also, in honor of our bunny Iggy, go listen to... <laughs> K-Y-G-Y-2-K, because he is the mascot. Thank you to your wife's yep. beautiful artistic ability and we her friend's it. ability right. to turn it into a logo. We got a new episode coming out on the Three Ninjas film franchise. It's going to be good. We were going to do a whole episode on Brendan Fraser, and then I just never got around to it. And then I got COVID. We tried to record that episode three fucking times, and shit just kept happening. Yeah, that, All right, yeah. this is this is that we're both looking at our phones. Yeah, we're over this, but we love you guys. 
We'll have a better episode next week, I promise. Yes, even even gothier than dead rabbits. Yes, yeah. dead black rabbits. Right. Bye.